It's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had this much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day, he's the best. Keith Stewart. Good afternoon, and welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. Happy New Year, everyone. Save the resolutions for tomorrow, though, and close out 2021 in style tonight. I'm pumped for our guest today. One of the most creative minds in golf is with us. His approach to handicapping the game is legendary and a whole lot of fun to listen to. Speaking of fun, the update's coming later. Top five storylines of the year. Wade, what a difference a year makes. Start pouring the champagne, my friend. The pro show? Well, give me the chili peppers. You know, we've had a unique couple weeks here with holidays being on Friday. Yeah. You know, you get that, what, every six years where uh, our Friday afternoons have become, and you know, last week was more like a get out of Dodge sort of day. Right. You know what I mean? Where everyone, if they were listening, they were in the car and they were either running to the mall or they were running, you know, away from work or, you know, they were maybe running over to a family member's house. Or, or away from family. Or, or away. Yes. I know. I we fell victim to that, the Stewarts, but that's a story for another day. Oh, no. Yes. Well, I, I mean, it was a quiet Christmas. We'll leave it at that. Snipers? You know? No. It's, no. Yeah. No. Okay. no. That'd be terrible. Yeah, we, we, got, we got COVID sniped. But, uh, oh. No. Well, I not mean, you, though. No, not me. No. 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 Healthy and, and, and uh, moving forward. So you're ready to celebrate? So, but this week, though, I think, I think everyone should be ready to celebrate. In fact, you know, a lot of people looked at last year, 2020, being a year that they wanted to forget, but... I look at 2021. It was a tremendous year. You know, there was a lot of fun things that we were able to do. You and I, we expanded the show. The pro show came to life in 2021. I mean, so I, I look back at this year and I'm totally psyched. Certain websites started this year, too. Oh, I, well, I'm telling you, I mean, it's been a year of growth. It's been a year of innovation. It's been a year of storytelling and fun. I mean, just think about all the little things like I, I quoted in the opening, you know, the, the weekly update that we started this year that everybody loves. I get tremendous feedback about that. I mean, I know it's your favorite 10 minutes of the show there at the end with your sound effects and everything. I get to play with toys. Oh, yes. You're always trying to throw Speaking me off. Speaking of, with... we should celebrate. So, yeah. Ooh. Go, hang on. All right. Now, be careful. Ready? Yes. To the pro show. Very good. Oh, man. Very nice. Yes. Oh, that was live. It right was there. live. That was not a recording no. right there. That was definitely live. And, you know, speaking of live, uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone in Times Square this evening. You know, the, I'm sure the weather will be just what it should be in New York. It's always amazed me that that tradition happens in such a cold place. True. You know? Yeah. And I some know years, that, it's like some years it can be OK, but other years it's like single digits. Oh, it's raining. <laughs> or it's raining. Oh, yeah. God. Raining and single digits. You know, it's like you're on Survivor. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other day I saw a Survivor commercial and they were on like Survivor 44. Yeah. I mean, is that it's, it's still a thing. It's still a thing. I still I watch it religiously every time it's on. Do you really? I do. Well, they have that like two years, so it's not like it's been on for 44 years. <laughs> but I mean, even 22 years. Yeah, no, I, I, I still I still enjoy watching every Quick single time. There. Yeah. I mean, all right. Well, anyway, yeah, but it becomes like Survivor tonight. Have you ever done that Times Square? No. Oh, Zero man. desire to. I would do it maybe if I had a room or something, but I would never be down there. I did it. I did it oh. back. Uh. Back college days, 1995. I was going to say you had to be young. New Year's Eve, yeah. Uh, it was a good time. Good. Did you, uh, did you wear diapers? Good. Uh, no, I did not. Do you wish diapers. you had diapers? Uh, that is the struggle. 
That is definitely that is definitely uh, not a road that I want to go down with this conversation. Understood. But, Understood. Um, those that are going tonight um, depends is uh, <laughs> recommended is, is the answer for sure. Um, and uh, I, I don't know what else to say about that. Um, this twisted very quickly. Um, so why don't we just uh, make an awkward transition and just start talking about Rick Gaiman, who is our guest today. Uh, big interview today. I wanted to do something fun. And I know that we've looked back upon 2021 and in today's a, a day of reflection, but it's also really a day of looking ahead and people start to think about resolutions and all those sorts of things. Sure. And Rick is just a really entertaining guy in the golf space that I've got to learn about in 2021. And I followed him for a while now. And, and after months and months, we've developed a relationship. We're going to have him come on later. He's a golf handicapper, but it, in really what he is, he's, he's a guy that is out there just providing data so people can enjoy the game in a different way. You know, there's a lot of analytical people in this world and they all, you know, we all consume things in different ways. And and he provides just a really, really good website with information called Rick Run Good. And I'm sure we'll get into all that in a little bit. So I'm Rick not, Run. Rick Run. OK. Rick Run Good. Thank you for that. Thank you for yes. that idea. You know, well, to go on a run is a good thing. Well, when I'm picking out music is all I'm saying. Oh, run. Oh, Hmm. Okay. Interesting. For later. <laughs> you are fired up. Well, I mean, it is a holiday. It's New Year's Eve. What am I supposed right. to come on? All right. Well, all right. So speaking of fired up, the people down at Jacksonville at the PGA Tour have uh, kind of announced what is going on with this PIP program and who the winners were for 2021. Now, that was that $40 million incentive program that we brought up back in the update. Uh, it was probably around April right. or May. Uh, and a lot of people believe it's in defense of, you know, getting the players more money so that they don't jump ship in order to go over to play in Greg Norman's league because they're talking about big numbers over there. So they gave the the players a prize pool of forty million dollars and the first ten or the top ten people were gonna get paid out as such. So first gets eight million, second gets six million, uh three through six gets three and a half million, and seven through ten gets three million. So, you know, I, there was all sorts of metrics. Mm-hmm. In the metaverse and so on and so forth, so so, so on and so forth. I mean, I, I don't Multiverse. know. I mean, I, I don't know. SEOs and Googles and all, <laughs> all sorts of things. And uh, it as it stands right now, but there was a huge caveat. They have Phil in first of all people. Right. Right. And so Phil's slotted to get the eight million. But, you know, historic win. He the guy is a character on social media. We brought it up a number of times. And it's not just social media, but it's how much attention he's bringing to the game and so on and so forth. Phil, not a bad choice for first. I, I would love to see them spread the wealth a little bit and maybe take the guys that have 5 million followers already and just maybe just give them something sure. off to the side. Uh, but uh, they have Tiger in second. But when I read the article, what I thought was interesting is that they haven't included. So the, the metrics are like three weeks behind. So the metrics didn't include the PNC parent child. Okay, and they had Tiger in second. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that was that was a pretty good December. I mean, the at times the ratings for the PNC Parent Child were greater than that for the Open Championship that Colin Morikawa won. Wow, you know, if wow. you skew the <laughs> statistics just enough, you could look at it and you're like, well, they were. Let's just say they were close. Right, and that was the year's fourth major, and this was a Parent Child, and in December, right, competing with football and, sure, and so yeah. many other different things, and important um, football too. In important football as well, playoff football, right? Playoffs. All right, so uh, it, it it's interesting. So we will see how it all turns out in the next week or two. But for right now, they have Phil in first and Tiger in second. You know, you got to give Tiger credit. He played two rounds all year, and um, and the guy's in second place, and he's slated to get six more million. So I don't know. It'll go to his foundation in some 
sense. I, sure. I don't know that eight million really even gets Phil going because it's rumored he's going to get a nine-digit number from the Saudis if he if he skips over to that league and brings some people with him. So a nine-digit number is bigger than eight million. Yes. Just, yes. Uh, it is. Just, just <laughs> let me it. take my shoes off. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, oh yeah, it's more. Yeah. The uh, yeah. <laughs> It's definitely more. There's no doubt about that. Now, speaking of more, and I want to have this theme today where we're going to we're going to be looking ahead in this year rather than so much behind. We had your little recap Q&A rapid fire me uh, of the stories of the year and my reactions to them a couple weeks ago. And I love that. And then we've had some guests since then. We've talked about some different things, but we really haven't talked much about 2022 and what's what's up and coming and what we think is going to happen and make some maybe some predictions and just talk about that. Uh, because very quickly next week we have the start, the restart of the PGA tour season at Kapalua. And there's going to be a million stories that are just active that are current. And we're really not going to be in uh prognostication mode. Good word. Right. Oh, well, I, you notice how I paused before I said that because sure, I yeah, thought yeah, about exactly. it a little bit. I think yeah. I learned that word from Bugs Bunny, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> how would he say it? Prognostication, Doc. Yeah. Or something Ooh, like that. that something like that. Pretty good. Pretty good. I practice. Yeah. All right. So, okay. <laughs> Yeah, we've gone deep today. Um, everywhere from Depends undergarments to Bugs Bunny. Got, Which go together in an odd way today. Yes, we've got, I guess, yes, they do. Um, well, I hope that everyone's safe tonight at the ball drop. Now, 2022, right around the corner. Yeah. So I'm going to highlight a couple things for your calendar. All right. So get your uh, file of facts out. You know, get, remember those? Yes. Right. Get your daytime planner. All right. And uh, start to think about these things. Now, there's going to be a lot of um, speak about what's happening next week and the first couple of weeks. But let's be honest, folks, we're in playoff football and everything. And although, you know, I am deeply invested in the game of golf and everything, I do understand what kind of moves the needle. And the first thing that's really going to move the needle that you got to mark on your calendar is that you've got a back to back weeks where it's the Waste Management People's Open out there at TPC Scottsdale. You know, one of those things. And, you know, hopefully with where we stand with the pandemic and everything, we'll get back to having a lot of fans there and enjoying that. It's also Super Bowl weekend. And you're going to back that up with the Genesis Invitational in L.A., which is Tiger's event. Now, I keep saying I think Tiger's going to play in that event. Right. Riviera is not a tough walk, folks. I know the clubhouse sits on the hill, and that's what everyone thinks of watching the 18th hole. But once you walk down that hill, it's very flat in the little valley there. And then the last hole you have to climb up. So I think that, well, he's definitely going to be there because it's his tournament. So he's at least going to show his face. And we'll learn more about maybe what his plans are at that point. But 60 days from now or so, or maybe more like 45 days from now, we're going to see Tiger. And I think he's going to be playing there because, I mean, at the end of the day, it is his tournament. He reaps the rewards of it. This so why w- why wouldn't he play there? <laughs> There's incentive. Right? Then you go about a month, and then you have another two four, a twofer, two four, two fur, right? All right. You go Bay Hill into the players, and that's the beginning of March. Now there's another site where our man may show up. He loves Bay Hill. He's won there like a hundred times in twenty years. So I mean, he, he always plays well there. Again, Bay Hill, pretty flat, Central Florida. I lived there. I can tell you, the golf course has a couple of up and down walks, but for the most part, it's a place where he can get around. Um, that's 60 days from now. I mean, he could be in a lot better shape. The next week is the players. Another very in Jacksonville, a huge purse, obviously a place. He loves the PGA tour. He would love to support them. There gives him about a month then to recover before we roll into our, our next thing to highlight, which is what the master's week, which is also the same time of the first week of uh, um, 
the uh, LPGA's majors when they have the Chevron out there at Mission Hills, which is the last year at Mission Hills. So now the ladies are amped up there in early April. The men, we have Magnolia Lane and the Masters. That's roughly 99, not, 99 days from today is mm. the Masters. Wow. You know, <laughs> it's just so weird to say it like that. It's quick. Then we go into the major swing where you have the PGA in mid-May. Then you have the Women's Open in early June. And then you have the U.S. Open men's at TCC up at the Country Club in Brookline. Tons of history there. Everything from Francis we met to Justin Leonard's uh, putt at the 99 Ryder Cup. Uh, then we have the KPMG Women's, which is a congressional. I mean, we have all these fantastic sites coming. And then we got to go across the pond. We have the men's and women's opens. It's the 150th open in mid-July at St. Andrews. You know Tiger's going to be at that thing. So 150 years. Again, St. Andrews, flat golf course, easy for him to walk. We're going to see a lot of him. And then we go into our FedEx run. There's that word again, right? Yep. So run. this year we're not in New York. We're in Memphis. Then we are in Delaware. And we, we skip we skip New York for Delaware. Does that can, it, can anyone in Delaware hear us? I'm uh, sorry. Sure. I know. You're, I know you're the first state. I get it. Right. But we're, we're gonna we're gonna take the FedEx. Uh, we'll we'll get into that at some point. I'm sure. And then we go down to Atlanta with the Tour Championship. And then I mean that's where we are. That's where we are with all this. And I, I think that um, there, there's a million things that we could talk about there. But at the end of the day, it's it's gonna be a great 2022. And you know part of that even at the local sense, is that one of the reasons it's going to be great here in the state of New Jersey is our sponsors and friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. The charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. Led by PGA professionals, programming for youth, military veterans, and individuals with special needs provides the opportunity to experience the game in a welcoming environment. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. 315 here in New York. Counting down to the ball dropping tonight, everybody. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Be back in a moment with golf's gambling guru, Rick Gaiman. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. All NFL players get paid a lot. You're not going to get paid more than me, though, because I'm the guy when it comes to clearing it out. Y'all take care of me. Spoken like a true wide receiver. Way to go, Roscoe (laughs) Jenkins, team of me. Mark, his name is first on the show, so we get it. You know, we get it. Me, Sean, as they like to call me, for those that don't know me. But anyway. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio or streaming live on the ESPN app. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming led by PGA professionals, so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. An exciting new development is coming soon as the Inspiration Golf Range on the campus of the Lions VA Medical Center in Somerset County will serve as a new golf training facility for Special Olympics New Jersey, as well as the new home site for the PGA Hope, a rehabilitative golf program for veterans. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, please visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. That's NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or 732-465-1212. Time to get back on course as the pro show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. 
Welcome back to the Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You're listening to ESPN 920 on the last Friday of 2021. It was a beautiful day. You know, we all have a dream. It takes courage and creativity to get there. And today's guest has the goods and more. Golf's future involves the gaming world. As we approach 2022, there's no better guide than Rick Gaiman. He's a modern media star and about to make your love of the game even more. His passion personified, and I can't wait to hear how he's running down his dream. It's the last Friday in 2021, and I can't think of a better guy to spend it with than Rick Gaiman. Rick, welcome to the Pro Show. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm very excited to chat uh, about golf, amongst other things. Well, yeah, we do cover the game in many different ways, but uh, today is a special day for a lot of people. In fact, the whole world. It is New Year's Eve. Um, do you do the resolution thing? I, you know, I don't do resolutions. I don't like to call them resolutions. I feel like those have a negative connotation where if you make it to February, you've done well. But I, I am very big on setting goals. And I kind of do goals across, you know, financial goals and personal goals and fitness goals. And then I'll, I'll use those as kind of barometers throughout the year. And I make sure that they're very, very actionable, very measurable. So I can keep, keep track of my progress throughout the next 12 months. Wait, you measurable? No way. All right. So are you willing to share one with us? Uh, sure. I mean, listen, I, w- the way that I kind of do this, it's very easy to say, I want to make more money. I want to grow my following, whatever it ends up being. But I try to break it down a little bit further than that. I say, I'll say things like I want to record 250 podcast episodes, or I want to make sure I record a podcast or a video after every round on the PGA tour with the idea that if I do those things, if I do them well, if I do them consistently, that's going to lead to some of my other goals, like growing a larger following, maybe making more money, things like that. So I try to break it down into items that I think will turn me into a position to be more successful as opposed to just saying, let me make more money and then try to figure out how to do that along the way. (laughs) So folks, that's just a quick sample there of what Rick brings to the table. I mean, the guy is super successful and he's uber fun to follow there on YouTube and, and any form of social media covering the game of golf. And his spin, I really enjoy. And I've been following him for months now. And I reached out and we, and I got him here for the listeners. And I think in the golf world, having new minds and different perspectives is really important to, you know, not necessarily get us out of the normal traditions, but I think the normal thinking and way of life. So what is interesting to me, Rick, is how did you get involved in the game? Where did your love of the game come from? Because you were a multiple sport athlete. You could have played any you know, sport that you wanted to probably in college. I know you played baseball in college, but you're also a golfer, right? Where did your love from the game come from? Yeah, that's right. So I went to college on a baseball scholarship, and I would have loved to have played golf as well. Uh, growing up outside of Philadelphia in high school, golf and baseball were two different seasons. So I could play them both. When you get to college, they're both spring sports. So I had to make a decision and it was baseball for me. But golf, uh, my love for golf comes from my dad in the same way that my love for baseball comes from my dad. He introduced me to the game. He got me involved in it. And once you're in the world of golf, you realize that you you have a friend for life. It's not something that you just have the next four or five, 10 years with. This is something that's going to be with you for a really long time. And with the 
idea of being able to constantly play different courses, being able to play with different groups of people, no matter what their skill sets are, uh, being able to travel and meet new people. It's just, it's just a, such a unique game that we have. And once you're in it, as most people realize, you're kind of hooked. And that's, that's where I'm at right now is just being absolutely hooked to this great game that offers me so much and I think can offer others so much as well. There's no doubt it's a unique game. So I always love asking people this question. What's it like to play golf with Rick Gaiman? I mean, is there music involved? Is, you know, do we, do we, do we have a skins game? I mean, you know, what type of golf do you like to play? What's it, what's the experience of playing golf with you like? The best part about playing with me is that we can play any way you want. If you want to play for a couple of bucks on every hole and you want to play it to the bottom of the cup and you want it to be fierce competition, that's great. If you want to throw a couple back and just enjoy the day and drop the ball wherever you want and not keep score, that's awesome. I think my ideal day is generally on the more laid back, uh, enjoyable non-competition side of it. I, I do like to get the competitive juices flowing every now and again, but for me, golf at this point is you get outside. It's a nice, it's a nice way to get away from your responsibilities at home. It's a challenge in itself. Uh, it, it is generally a, 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 a personal challenge for me when I get out there every single time. You know what? And, and everyone kind of visits with that challenge in different ways. So I love the way that you put that. And folks, if you're just joining us this afternoon, that voice that you hear is Rick Gaiman. And Rick is a golf personality for CBS Sports. On the digital side, he's host of the First Cut podcasts, a bunch of different things, writes for Golf Digest, and he has his own website. We'll get to more of that in a minute. But as we work our way towards that conversation, one of the things that impresses me about you is your entrepreneurial side. I mean, when, when you look at what Rick Gaiman produces, it's it's kind of cool because every ounce of what you do kind of personifies the person that you are. And I think that that's a really cool thing. And there's a lot of people that listen to this show, whether they be PGA professionals or just local people that, you know, even through the last couple of years, maybe they're transitioning in their job or they want to try something new. So I like to have conversations that go like in the leadership side of things. And I, and I, I wanted to bring you on to talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial sense, right? So you talked about your dad kind of introduced you to sports. Was it your mom or your dad? Was it was it an early teacher? Who got this kind of um, trait in you, this talent set to kind of start to develop? And then how have you developed it over the years? Yeah, I think the entrepreneurial skill set comes from my mother. She uh, she had her own business growing up. It was a bulk mailing business, which is really just uh, helping businesses and companies send you junk mail. So apologies for that if you're in the Northeast. But uh, she is really the one that, that kind of showed me that, hey, this is possible. You can be a, a company of one or a company of two and you can be your own boss, right? Which I know is a kind of a buzz phrase for a lot of people in, in getting their own uh, independence for things that they want to do. But for, for me and the way that I've kind of gone about this entrepreneurial and the business side of golf is I've done everything that I think is really cool. And that's why I come from a very data-driven approach uh, uh, to our game of golf. I love uh, fantasy golf. I love gaming. I love just being out there in the audio, me in the audio video medium. And that's what I like. And, and my goal has always been to create things that I like and just hope that others enjoy it. And I have found others do enjoy it. So I, for me, it's about being true to yourself, about being real to your DNA and what you're most comfortable speaking about or writing about. And if other people like it and you're going to find whatever subset of the universe 
really enjoys your work and those are going to be your fans and that can be successful enough. Now, you've obviously learned a lot, let's say, in the last decade about all of this. Right. If you could go back, let's have some fun. If you could go back in time, what would be one message? If you could give one message back to yourself from 10 years ago, um, what would what would you convey to that person? Don't eat so many spicy foods. Yeah, it would probably be the one thing that I would convey. No, business business side is is really focused on as many different things as possible, right? So I, I try to do golf vlogs, and, and that'll be me out there on the golf course filming that. Maybe that doesn't work, but but over the over a short period of time, I kind of found out what works and doesn't work for me. And then once I learned what works for me, I wanted to be the best at it. And this is the reason that. Uh, I only talk about golf. I only cover golf. I know a lot of other analysts and personalities and whatnot will try to do multiple sports throughout the year. I said I would rather be the best person in this small golf area than be the 1,000th best NFL, NBA, MLB analyst that there is. So once I figured out what I wanted, I said, okay, I'm going to be the best at it. I don't care if it's a smaller subsection. Uh, Don't waste your time kind of focusing on splitting up your attention because I don't think being the hundredth best across three or four different things is, is probably worth your time nor worth your efforts. You know, that's got to take tremendous discipline, but people that are leaders have great discipline in their lives. So give us some advice. If, if I have an entrepreneurial sense or one of our listeners does, right. How do you maintain that specific vision without, because there's a million distractions in this world today, right? How, how do you remain so disciplined and stay in your lane? Yeah, it's certainly, it's certainly difficult. There is a, a passion and a belief. The, the lane that I'm in, I'm very much bullish on. I believe in. I'm a true believer in, in the lane that I'm in. But quite honestly, I, again, it's similar to my goals. I try to break it down. I will literally, before I sign off my computer every single day, I'll write down five things that I want to do the next day. And those are the most important five things in my world when I wake up. And if I accomplish those five things, and sometimes it's two and sometimes it's six, if I accomplish those things, my day is set. And it's, it's about getting 1% better every single day, accomplishing the small five things each day that when you look up in 100 days, you've accomplished something great. It, it does take discipline. It takes routine. But for me, putting it on paper, crossing it off a list has been vital. And it's something that I do literally every single day of my life. Folks, that's an amazing share right there. Mark the minute right there, Wade, on that one. You know, that that's that right there. Uh, yeah, I mean, that that right there is the key. And especially on a day like today where we're thinking about the past year, but also looking ahead. Now, let's talk. Let's let's do that. Let's look ahead for a second, because golf and gaming have come together in sort of this perfect partnership. And I don't know if that was accelerated due to all the popularity from the pandemic or what it is, but you've seen it grow. You've been in this space for a long time. How have you seen this evolution come together? Like a rocket ship. The, the about face from the PGA Tour where two years ago would not even acknowledge that gaming or fantasy golf existed to a world now where these players, the most marketable golfer on planet Earth, Bryson DeChambeau, is wearing a DraftKings logo on the side of his hat. That is a, a very quick turnaround for something of this magnitude. And I think that 
gambling, wagering a dollar a hole, wagering whatever it is with your friends has always been a part of the game of golf. It's just never been in, in the business side of professional golf until the last 18 months or the last two years. And really what we're seeing, as we saw with other leagues and other sports organizations, is this new influx of money that sponsorships bring in, that players are able to get in the form of advertising dollars. It's integral to the game. It's not only integral to the game for growing it to defending the PGA Tour against uh, other uh, startup tours where they can continue to reward their top players, but it's integral in growing the game for a younger audience. You know, the, the standard golf watcher, viewer, is my dad, someone who's older and who, who, who tunes in recreationally on the weekends. Now you're getting a subset of the population that wants to know every single shot that these players are hitting from Thursday morning. And they're not just interested in the top 10 players in the world. They're interested in the top 100 players in the world. It's just a fascinating way to accelerate growth in an already uh, quickly growing sport. Yeah, it goes back to my point from earlier that I believe it's 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 truly going to just open the game up to just so many more people the way that Top Golf did or something like that that is w- much more modern than some of the tradition avenues of the game that we've done as PGA professionals like myself to try and grow it. Now, you you mentioned Bryson with the DraftKings on his hat. And I, and I always felt like Bryson would kind of try anything or do anything, but when FanDuel signed Jordan Speeth, who is like America's man of golf, Right. The most wholesome golfer out there. Everyone roots for Jordan and loves him. I was like, wow, that is like that to me was almost a pivot moment that happened around the time of the Northern Trust this year, which was very interesting. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this, Rick, Rick, and you're an expert. So they maybe want to in 2022, they want to add maybe a little bit of gambling or fantasy sports to their enjoyment of the game. How would you recommend that they get started? Yeah, so the, the barrier of entry luckily is, is very, very low, especially if you're in a state that has legalized, regulated uh, sports wagering, or if you want to get into daily fantasy DraftKings, FanDuel are the two largest players there. That is in the vast majority of states, but it's very, very simple. If you're, if you're looking to get started, there's a couple of ways that you can really take this on. If you're looking to make a wager, which I would argue betting on golf is arguably the best sport to bet on. Your wager is not only going to last you uh, more than three hours like it would in an NFL game, but it might last you for four straight days, so you get a lot of bang for your buck in terms of entertainment. And simply placing a wager on a golfer that you like to win the golf tournament. That is the just lowest barrier of entry. If they win, you're going to get some multiple of your money back. If they don't, you got entertainment for four days and hopefully your golfer was in the mix. If you want to get further and deeper into that, there are obviously lots of data and metrics that you can go about following, uh, you know, which golfers have played best at this course before and how their form is coming in. But if you're really just getting started, uh, getting an opportunity to just make a, a small wager that lasts you four days on a golfer that you like or you think that it's had success at this at this course or at this event is a really perfect way because for me a lot of the experience in gaming is being able to watch it being able to enjoy being able to entertain the uh, the the event in a much deeper way so that is really the the absolute you know easiest path to getting into our our little world and i and i love how you talk about that too because for me it's always been about the connection where you know, maybe if you grew up like I did in the New York City area or you grew up around Philly, you know, there was your Eagles. And then, then there's yeah. only 31 other 
NFL teams. Well, any given week, there's there's 100 men or women, you know, we can include the LPGA as well that you could get behind and you could really connect with that person. You could say, well, geez, I, I swing like that person or I like the way they play or I like the way they dress or, you know, there's all these different ways for us to kind of have that golfer resonate in our life. And I, I think that what you're saying there about bringing on that connection is really cool. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be. I mean, it could even just be a community amongst your friends that you're doing it with. All these sites just allow so many opportunities to have some fun. And um, what's one of your favorite ways to, you know, bet or play fan? Do you love fantasy more? Do you love betting more? Tell us a little bit about what you like to do. Yeah, I'm certainly big into the the fantasy, the the daily fantasy that would be DraftKings or FanDuel making a bunch of lineups. But I think as we're starting to see more and more states roll out legalized wagering, I think that's certainly going to become a lot more popular because there's a lot more options there. The way that the PGA Tour is set up right now, it's really great to be able to bet on a, a golfer to win a tournament or to finish in the top 10 or top 20 or to take X golfer over Y golfer just in a matchup. I think this guy's going to beat that guy. It's really, really simple, but we're headed on a path where it's going to go into these micro transactions, these micro bets. Is Rory McIlroy going to hit the fairway on this drive as he's stepping up to the seventh hole? And you have 15 minutes to get those wagers in. There's there's a lot of things that need to change with how quickly the data comes in uh, for, for that to become a, a realistic option for most people here in the States. But that's where we're going, and I think it's going to offer up an opportunity for these sports books to be really, really creative about what they offer. And when sports books get creative, when there's more competition, that's going to be really good for us. And we're going to be able to have a variety of options that are what we're looking for. So you're going to have a, a bet sheet that you open up and there's going to be a bunch of options. You find what's right for you. And that's, and that's an exciting time. And we are in the, the infancy of that right now. Jeez. All right. Well, I love the idea that there's a variety of options. But what I don't love is that I have to take a quick break. So, Rick, you got to hold tight for a second, okay? Let's do it. All right. Up next, we will continue our great run with Rick Gaiman. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Folks, be back in a minute. Mike Greenberg is Greeny. Chris Paul is one of those guys whose numbers if you look at them, are so good that they almost seem made up. You know, he was never on the best team all those years in New Orleans, wasn't able to go to the Lakers, winds up on the Clippers, then they fell short. But now here he is, the veteran presence on this otherwise very young Phoenix team. It would mean everything to his legacy. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and watch exclusively on ESPN+. Today's interview is brought to you by Summit Golf Brands. Golf's coolest company offers everything you need to look great while you play your best. As the weather starts to turn, you have to be prepared for on and off the course. Take a look at the award-winning zero-restriction line of active and outerwear. Yes, ladies, they offer yoga pants and city windbreakers. The Urban Wind Jacket will have your friends asking where you got it. Guys, if you want that cool off-the-course look on the links, try the new Champ Hoodie. It's a hybrid wind jacket with ultra-soft sleeves and lining. You can immediately tell Summit believes in creating products that people really want. Right now, Zero Restriction is offering an exclusive 25% off discount with code STEWART25! So run, don't walk to that computer, and head to ZeroRestriction.com for all your cool golf and lifestyle gear needs. you got a great voice for radio. Time to get back on course. Thanks for radio. I, 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 I get a lot of that, too. As the Pro Show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. It's the Pro Show, and I'm Keith Stewart. 
Welcome back to our conversation with Rick Gaiman. You know you're listening to New Jersey's ESPN 920. Now, most days, he promotes the game. But today, we are here to promote him. So this afternoon, the Pro Show Studio has a different name. Wade, can you guess what it is? The Run Studio. Well, close. (laughs) Hit it. I'm loving it. Little New York City vibe. Balls dropping this evening. Happy New Year, everyone. Let's get Rick Gaiman back on the line here. Rick, I, I have this question. How'd you end up with the nickname Rick Run? <laughs> yeah, so this is, uh, you know, running good, right? That, that is kind of something that is a, uh, a gambling term or a, a wagering term or really a luck term. You're either running good or you're running bad. If you've lost three, four or five hands in a row at Blackjack, you're running bad. If you can't lose, you're running good. Uh, Rick Run Good is a nickname that I acquired in college. And basically, you know, I, I, I run very good. I, I try not to do things that I'm not very good at. So if I do it, I generally think I have an edge or I'm pretty successful at it. And my buddies would say, man, everything Rick does, he just, he just runs good. And he's just Rick run good. And it kind of, it kind of caught on. And I said, I'm just going to make a website and a Twitter handle with that name. And next thing you know, I'm Rick run good. And it's stuck for you know 15 years or so. Well, I think it's a great name. And, uh, Thankfully, we love our music here on the show. So, uh, you know, maybe that's your new theme song. You know, we're just having some fun here on a Friday afternoon to end 2021. Now, looking ahead to 2022 again, you love the game of golf. What what are some of the storylines that you're heavily anticipating? What are you excited about um, when we start to talk about 2022 in the game? There's so many. Obviously, Tiger Woods and his impending return and when that is going to happen and if that's going to happen is going to be the biggest storyline. I think that the young guns, we have two really young stars, Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland, already inside the top 10 in the official World Golf Rankings. Could either one of them become the number one player? That's an interesting storyline. But I'm going to go with the major venues. The major championship venues are absolutely elite in 2022 obviously augusta national we're going to go to southern hills in tulsa we're going to go to st andrews for the 150th open championship and we're going to go to the country club in brookline these are historic courses that are not only staples and and part of maybe mount rushmore of of some of our of, of our major championship venues but they're going to be true tests. The Country Club Club in Brookline, a just absolutely claustrophobic course with greens uh, smaller than frying pans. I, it's going to be an unbelievable test of championship golf. And to put these four out there, this slate for this year is something that just has my juices flowing. I cannot wait to get to each one of these places. And I'm going to be devastated uh, when, we, when we are through major championship season. I'm so stoked for it. So which one is Victor Hovland going to win? Oh yeah, that's that's the PGA Championship. That's Southern Hills. That's that's basically a home game for him. Uh, he is, you know, 60 miles away in Stillwater. He is proving to be one of the best ball strikers on planet Earth. He continues to improve his short game each and every month, and he is the most grounded, uh, just just uh, amazing human you can imagine. Uh, not only do I root for him in a in a in a golfing fashion, but he is 
he is truly one of our, our game's best ambassadors. I would love to see him win anywhere, but Southern Hills feels like a really great spot for him. Well, I'll tell you, I, uh, that's a great choice for sure. His infectious smile on Sunday there um, with the trophy, with the Wanamaker, would be, it would be great for golf. There's no doubt about that. And 2021 has been great for golf. And, and I've said it a couple times in the opening. I think people like you are great for golf because they're bringing in an interesting perspective. And you've had a great year yourself in 2021. When you look back, Rick, what makes you most proud about 2021? I think it's the consistency. It's the dedication for me personally. You know, we've talked about how hard it is. And I, and I hate to say that I have a hard job. I don't. I, I love what I do. I wake up and I'm, I hop out of bed and I said, I, I get to cover golf today. I get to talk about golf. I get to do all the things that I love. But it's hard to stay focused. It's hard to stay consistent. And when I look back and see that I basically recorded a podcast um, you know, after every single round of the PGA Tour, and I created maybe 250 YouTube videos, and I, you know, really expanded my own knowledge of 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 golf data and of how many players I truly understand and things like that. I'm proud of that. I'm proud that every day I got a little bit better at my craft, and I hope to continue that into the new year. Well, I can hear the passion in your voice, and let's take a moment to promote you then. So uh, website, social handle, et cetera. We've kind of heard it throughout the conversation, but take a moment to, you know, you have definitely drawn in an audience here in the New York City area, the people that listen to me on Friday afternoons. And with it being a holiday, we probably have more listeners than usual with some free time. So why not just throw it out there? How, how do they get in touch with and how do they go on a good run? Yeah, so rickrungood.com, that's my website. That's a golf data website. It's a giant golf database that I have hopefully uh, put into tools and visualizations that help make your research process a little bit easier, especially if you are using that data for fantasy or for making a wager. And then, of course, uh, my Twitter handle, at rickrungood, is where I tweet out everything that I'm uh, up to and then of course if uh you want to go to my youtube channel that's rick run good that is where i create uh tournament previews i'll do live chats where i can engage uh with the audience it's really all things golf all things data and i hope all things fun <laughs> yeah it's definitely fun um i mean i am the director of fun here on friday afternoons uh self-confessed at times but it it at the same time, it's it's just one of those things that I think that people want to digest the game in all different sorts of ways nowadays. And with you know the technology that we have, I'm so happy that we could bring people like you on the show and we could talk about golf in just a different way and we can create different storylines. And I know that you and I could do a podcast for probably about four hours going through week by week the season and, and, do, and, and just talk about all the different amazing things that are up and coming in 2022. Unfortunately, we don't have that level of time. But what we do have time for there, Mr. Rick Gaiman, is a little tradition that we have here on the pro show every Friday afternoon with our guests. And my listeners love it because they love to get to know you on a little bit more of an intimate level. So we do a little rapid fire Q&A. Are you up for this? Yes. Is it is it like single word answers or do I get to like give you a sentence in return? <laughs> uh, well, they're going to be the questions are going to involve more than single words. All right. But we're going to learn a little bit more about you. And um, you are a fun guy. There's no doubt it exudes from your personality. So um, have some fun with this. Here we go. I want to know your favorite store at the King of Prussia Mall. Oh, my God. Lids. You can get any hat that you want. I kept lids in business growing up. It's a 100% lids. On a scale of 1 to 10, rate how cool you are. 
4.5. I think I used to be cooler. I'm getting less cool the older I get, but at least I know it, which is half the battle. I love it. The data guy says 6.5. I love it. All right. Give me one rule you would change in baseball to modernize it. Gosh, uh, I don't have time for this. I would go, I would get rid of instant replay because uh, the umps are so good that they don't need it, and it's actually getting to a point where it's being a hindrance. Go back, get rid of it to replay. Last person to text you. Uh, my wife. That's not that exciting. She texts me a lot. <laughs> Name a character you would love to play in a movie. Oh my gosh! How about uh, Spider Man? I know that he's got the new he's got the new one out. Unfortunately for your listening audience, he does great in in urban settings with high high uh, high buildings but he wouldn't do so well in the midwest but i still think it'd be fun to be spider-man would you rather have lunch with tiger woods or play any course in the world of your choice any course in the world by my choice it'd be augusta national listen lunch with tiger would be great but there are only so many scenarios in which you get on augusta national i have to take that opportunity if you could travel back in time where and when would you go I would probably go to the 1919 World Series. I'd get my eyes on those uh, Chicago Black Sox for myself, see if they're really throwing that thing, see what Shoeless Joe Jackson is up to. I think that would be a remarkable time and a remarkable event to see. Describe 2021 in one word. Exciting. When you hear the word innovator, who is the first person that comes to mind? Albert Einstein. Ooh. A Princeton guy. Nice. Well, you know what, Rick Gaiman? When I hear the word innovator in golf in 2021, I think of you. I can't thank you enough for coming on the pro show today. You have been fantastic, my friend. I really appreciate it. A lot of fun. And uh, thank you so much for having me. All right. We'll have to connect again next year. Folks, we're fast approaching 4 p.m. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We're coming back to wrap up today's show with, of course, the weekly update. The Max Kellerman Show. You know, there was no one there like, hey, where's that guy we just hired? He just stopped showing up suddenly 15 years ago. So he got away with it. 650 Gs. And now he's being sued. I don't know. I, you can't just not show up for work. But, but if he's not, like, doing anything fraudulent and they're just sending him the checks, I mean, why wouldn't he just deposit it in his account? The Max Kellerman Show. Weekdays at 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Watch exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. Join the thousands of golfers who already call Stick and Hack their home for the best golf stories, original podcasts, special events, member perks, and an active community of golfers across North America. Up until now, the golf media landscape lived somewhere between straight PGA coverage or idiots wrecking golf carts. We take a different approach by celebrating all sides of golf, life, and all the ways this amazing game connects Sticks and Hacks every day. Your free membership entitles you to discounts from major brands all over the country while connecting you with with like-minded golfers for discussion, tips, or even a round of golf. So head to stickandhack.com and enjoy the world's greatest golf club without the course. Get ready for the back nine. As the pro show continues, once again, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the pro show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and you're listening to ESPN 920. 
That's a magic number. All right, I'll give you three things then there, Mr. Wade Weezer. 920 ESPNNewJersey.com. Hit that Listen Now button anywhere in the world. It's one. Yeah, anywhere in the world, you can find me on Twitter, at KJ Stewart PGA. Two. Uh, number three, the most important, readtheline.com. Go subscribe. Kapalu is coming. Let's rock and roll. Hit it. Measure in the music, racing three parts. Casually see, but don't do like the soul. Cause seeing and doing are actions for monkeys. Doing hip hop hustle, no rock and roll. Now, a quick PSA for those listening live. Be safe, be smart, and have fun this evening. Nice pull here, Wade. Um, Spider Man. I get it. Go. Go, go, go. I made those your daughter. I try camera roll system is now set. Fly around the store under Daisy Productions. It stands for the inner sound, y'all, and your action, not a trick. Let's get to the update, which means let's hear from our friends at TaylorMade. They are concocting all sorts of innovations for 2022, which I'm excited about. You know, they're building off all the success of the new P790 irons in the fall. And now they have this new stealth driver that's all over the Twitter sphere and the interwebs and all sorts of things like that. TikTok and everywhere that you can imagine. So if you're getting excited about what they're about to offer, just like I am, check them out. Or to find a fitter near you, you go to TaylorMade Golf. Dot com. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, we do this week in and week out. The Pro Show Weekly Update. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to look back and we're going to pick out five storylines from this year that either you all loved, I loved, or Wade just has a lot of sound effects ready for that he loved over the year. That's so, a consideration for sure. Yes, you should see his hot button chart. I mean, it's it's... It's unbelievable. Anyway, it's, it's like it was developed by Rick Rungood. It's you know, a fun time. It's deep on the analysis side. Here we go. Uh, number five, you better call an Uber. Uh, do you remember when Kyle Porter of CBS Sports was reporting on DJ noticing a crack in his driver just prior to the start of his first round at the Northern Trust in August? Uh, so Porter says, is your backup driver back home and will you get that mailed to you this week? DJ, I don't really have one. I'm going to go find one right now. Porter, where? DJ, what? Porter, where are you going to find one? DJ, I've got a couple heads that I'm going to try to hit. Porter, so like if this happens 10 minutes before you're around, um, how do you how do you work all this out with the driver? DJ, well, I, I just don't get it in time. Shut Porter, up. Shut up. <laughs> Porter, uh, I know you don't, but like how much time do you need? He's like, well, then I'll just get it. Like they'll make it and they'll get, I'll get it on the third or second hole or something. So you're going to start the round Porter. You're going to start the round with 13 in the bag. DJ, I was going to play the whole round with 13. It's all right by me. Porter, you're good enough. DJ, I would have figured out a way. I figured out a way to shoot a decent score, right? Porter, that heads, the heads that you're going to test. Are they Sims or Sim twos? DJ, I don't know. I haven't seen them yet. That's the best one. I haven't seen them yet. Right. <laughs> You want to go find one right now, don't you, says Porter. DJ, yes. You're, shut up, shut up, shut up. You're holding me up. I mean, DJ, he makes life so simple. I'm actually a little jealous at times. It's like it's like the time Daniel Rappaport asked him about the champion dinner menu for the Masters in April after right. he won last November, right? Uh, so Rappaport says, have you settled on your menu yet for the champion's dinner? DJ, I have not. I'm actually going to work on that this week. So Rappaport says, what is working on it? How do you do that? What are you going to do? DJ. I'm going to write it down. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. Number write four. Down. Oh, this is write a that down. Write it down. This is a related story. All right. So um, number four, Phil being Phil. Now, mm -hmm. prompted by a question from good show friend Jeff Shackelford at Augusta last year uh, prior to the Masters tournament, he was asked about his thoughts on DJ serving pigs in a blanket 
getting back to that menu. Yes. And uh, Mickelson said he's always open to uh, try lots of different cuisine throughout the years. And that he it, it brought to mind uh, a comedic moment that happened from the Aussies dinner about seven years ago, um, which included a bet which with Mickelson is, of course, he goes, so I, I had this wonderful meal, an Australian theme, then out comes the dessert and it's pavlova. So Mickelson, you know, replies and he goes, now you can't Google this stuff because there's no cell phones allowed. So I said, oh, pavlova, that's inspired by the great Russian ballerina Anna Pavlova, who was touring through New Zealand and Australia and an Australian <laughs> chef so inspired her beautiful so inspired by her beautiful movement and tutu that he made a dessert after her. So chairman Billy Payne looked at me and he says, what kind of stuff are you spewing here? And Zach Johnson says, he goes, I got a hundred dollars. that says that's not right. So everybody starts throwing their money on the table. He goes, so everyone's calling me out on my BS. And a lot of times Phil admits, he goes, I am BSing, but unfortunately for Johnson and anyone else who was foolish enough to take uh, the bet, and throw down some cash. Mickelson wasn't BSing, nope. right? The dessert with a crisp crust and soft that's light inside is usually topped with fruit and whipped cream is indeed named for the famed Russian ballerina after she toured Australia and New Zealand in the 1920s. Phil, my daughter was a dancer and she wrote a biography on Anna Pavlova and I made 32 Pavlovas for her class when she was a little girl and I knew this. He said, I ended up, you know, being right, which is not often, but I was right at that particular moment. Well, you know what? 2022, you were right a lot, Phil. That's right. You know, you got the you got the PIP promotion and the eight million there, but really, the historic win at the PGA is something we will never forget. So. And also, when he took their money, he said, "You can all suck it." Right here, huh? actual <laughs> audio. He, uh, I could see him saying that sure. for sure. Yeah, at least texting it. Absolutely Posting not. It. Te- yeah, tweeting <laughs> it for tweeting sure. It, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Um, you know, 2021 was a great time for coverage, uh, increased coverage of the amateur game in golf. And this third story that we're going to get to, uh, one wild Walker Cup. So you better watch the raw bar, Wade. Right? Yes, sir. Congratulations to the United States Walker Cup team for winning the biennial match this weekend. So I'm reporting this back in May. They won 14-12 and keeping the cup. So the USGA and RNA were fantastic hosts, along with the members and staff of Seminole Golf Club. Believe it or not, the toughest opponent for either team wasn't the golf. It was a virus, mm. not COVID, but stomach. It ripped through both teams, causing them to bring in their alternates to play some of the matches. Now, those alternates are there in case COVID was a problem, but it wasn't COVID. It was it was the stomach flu. And um, it's just amazing that, you know, congratulations again to the U.S. side for winning. It seems at least this time their opponent wasn't as much the GB and I as it was their G and I. You know, speaking of GI tracks. Oh, thank you. Sorry. You're killing my transition here. Apologize. All right. Well, speaking of GI tracks, you remember this one from just a couple weeks ago? Run for the border. John Daly spent the weekend playing at Trump National Doral in Miami, at which time Long John posted on Instagram that he had an Uber Eats order. <laughs> and it was a little excessive, to say the least. Daly ordered $446.10 worth of Taco Bell and captioned the story. Don't drink and order Taco Bell on Uber Eats. It's no secret that Daly doesn't live the healthiest lifestyle. No, it's not. But let's hope he had some help finishing all those tacos and burritos. I mean, he's a legend on the golf course for his ability to play alongside his challenges off the course. But but if again, I'm going to say it again. But if you finish this order on his own, he gets my vote for the Hall of Fame. Totally. Remember, we, we had the bill, right? He has he's got uh 10 Crunchy Taco Supremes. I love the 10 Spicy Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burritos. Right. It's got to be the devil, by the way. That's 20, 20 items just right there. Oh, man. Moving right along. 
Speaking of uh, uh, legends in their own mind, we're going to get to number two. Bryson is no snake charmer. What would you what would we do? What would you and I do without our boy Bryson all year with the stuff? You know, remember there was the thing about the UFO sighting. Sure. Um, of course, the spat with Brooks back and forth. And then there was him freaking out because everyone was calling him Brooksy and he couldn't concentrate on his rounds. So then Jay Monahan had to come out and say, don't yell the wrong names to people while they're playing out there. And uh, the, the world long drive after the Ryder Cup, when he, he finished top eight in the world in the world long drive and no one had ever seen anything like that. And of course, you know, we mentioned the Ryder Cup, but he had the 400 yard drive at the Ryder Cup. He had on the singles match. I mean, I think to, still the greatest golf match play baller move I've ever seen in my life is the first holes of par four. You drive the green. And before you get off the tee box, your caddy hands you your putter, <laughs> right? Because, you, you know, part three, you always get your putter if you sure. hit the green. It's it's kind of like a rite of passage. It's, you've earned it, right? But you're on a par four. And then he goes up there. It's like a 25-foot putt, and he nailed the thing. It was great. Boom. Well, uh, things were not all that great as they were on the first hole of that Sunday singles match. If we recall back to the Open Championship. So uh, there was this story. Bryson was a little upset. Following yesterday's round at Royal St. George's, he was caught saying this about his Cobra driver. With the driver right now, the driver sucks. It's not a good face for me, and we're still trying to figure it out. How to make it good on the mishits. I'm living on the razor's edge, like I've told people for a long time. So one Cobra rep retorted, everybody is bending over backwards. We've got multiple guys in R&D who are trying to get this and that in the pipeline faster. It's just really, really painful when he says something stupid. He has never really been happy ever. Um, that was from Cobra's tour manager, Ben Showman, and the guy who filled in for him um, when his caddy left him during the rocket mortgage, like a couple weeks prior right. to that. You know, the guy jumps in or whatever, and, and you could tell he's just totally exhausted by this whole thing. Um, another a second Cobra rep came back and said, it's like an eight year old when he gets mad at you. They might fly off the handle and say, I hate you. But then you go, whoa, oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. You got to talk him off the ledge, right. you know. Um, and then Brooks tweeted the next day that it was that it was good. <laughs> and then Brooks tweeted the next day that it was official driver appreciation day because that was like the height of their their spat. Right. You know, right. and uh, so I made the comment. I said, I can't wait for Bryson to head to Tokyo and represent our nation. You know, he seems like such a such an awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome guy. Right. Perfect. Of course, he got covid and he never even went to the Olympics. Just amazing. <laughs> amazing stories. And speaking of amazing stories, drum roll, please. Yeah, I don't have that handy. Thanks. I got it right there for you. I love a good drum roll. Number one, you, everyone knows what it has to be. It has to be our boy Jr. What you and know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can We started in early August, and it was a little bit tongue in cheek to say that the NBA superstar, after two world championships, was going to go back and play college golf right. at North Carolina A and T. But over the course of the semester, we fell in love with this story. And we gave you updates week after week. And JR never disappointed. And there's a million things that we can bring up. But there was nothing to me that was more interesting than on the day that he had one year earlier, October 11th, won his second NBA championship with the Lakers in the bubble. One year later, he was competing in his first collegiate tournament. And of course, he was attacked by bees. And there was a million other things. Yes, that took place. But... There is no doubt that J.R. Smith moved the golf needle that week and the whole fall with his collegiate tournament, just his collegiate experience. You know, it's definitely our most popular update of the year. It's a, it's a positive story, and it continues to be with his first semester 4.0. And, you know, who knows what 2022 will bring for J.R. But 
the update, and for us. Right, But one thing's for sure, Wade. I know you and I will be here reporting it. That's right. Happy New Year, everyone. And that's your Pro Show update for the year ending December 31st, 2021. Special thanks to our sponsors who have been with us Pro Show all year. TaylorMade Golf on the weekly update. The New Jersey Golf Foundation. Of course, Summit Golf Brands. Next week's Pro Show, we have a cool guy. We have the CEO of Municipal. His name's Harry Arnett. He was once the CMO of Callaway Golf. Um, he's now running Mark Wahlberg's brand. Really cool guy. Uh, I can't wait to you know kind of get his perspectives to start off the 2022 year. Wade Weezer, Happy New Year, my friend. You too, sir. Another year for us. Um, we're working on year five next year. Um, just tons of fun. And uh, I thank you for everything that you do with my whole heart. Uh, the sound effects, the music, the everything. I mean, today was just a microcosm of all that you bring to the table. I, I, I can't thank you enough, my friend. Right back at you. And I can't thank my listeners enough. And you know I have this little tradition. But today, it's one brief thought about resolutions. Instead of writing down empty goals this week, why not be resolute as a person, a colleague, and a friend? Let's not separate again. Be unwavering in your approach to 2022, and we will all benefit. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show. Thanks for joining us for today's show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the team next Friday at 3 on ESPN 920.